episode 28, The Seven Lies Keeping You Stuck and How to Overcome Them. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you so you can live Life Amplified. I love this quote from Bradley Whitford. He says, infuse your life with action. Don't wait for it to happen. Make it happen. Make your own future. Make your own hope. Make your own love. And whatever your beliefs, honor your creator. Not by passively waiting for grace to come down from upon high, but by doing what you can to make grace happen. Yourself. Right now, right down here on earth. Hello and welcome back, everybody, to Life Amplified from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for making this podcast part of your weekly routine. It is an honor for me to spend this few minutes with you each week, and I love you for listening. Although, you might not love me by the end of the episode today, because I'm going to have to give you some tough talk. I got to call you out on the BS stories you're telling yourself that are keeping you from creating your own Life Amplified. And I've had the privilege of getting to know so many of you. You've reached out on social media. We've got almost 500 people now who are part of our Facebook community for listeners of the podcast, which I would love for you to join and engage with us. You can find the link right here on the show notes. But what I've noticed in getting to know so many of you and working with clients now in 13 countries is there's a lot of lies we're telling ourselves that keep us playing small. And I recognize it, and I want you to know I'm coming from a place of love because many of the stories and the lies that we're going to talk about today, at some point, they've been my BS stories. You know, these are the things I told myself when I was almost 40 pounds overweight, when I was getting divorced and feeling like my life was over, when I was staying in a job that was really beneath me, that I had outgrown, and I stayed in that career four years longer than I should. These are the same things I told myself, but my path as a mentor is to make sure that I help you speed up your process. You know, I went through making all these mistakes, hopefully so you don't have to. So in this episode today, we're going to get absolute clarity on not just the lies you're telling yourself, but how to reframe it so you can move forward. Because if you're here today, if you're listening to this podcast, I already know a lot about you. I know that you're a person who desperately wants to create your best life. You know that there is a gift or a talent within you that wants to be expressed that is going to make a difference in the world. You know that there is a problem or an obstacle or a challenge that you've overcome that you could shine a light on the path for other people who are still struggling. You could help them move forward in their life. So the question is, why aren't you doing it? So often, we just get caught up in these victim mentalities. I could do a whole episode on this concept, but I'll try to discuss it with you briefly. There's a model that we use in personal development called the personal accountability model. Now, this is not something I invented. The man who came up with this, his name is Mark Samuel. But basically, the theory is is that everything in our life begins with an intention. You have an intention to create change. You have an intention to put yourself out there for love again after being heard. You have an intention to create a healthier body. You have an intention to create a new career. And from that intention, you have two choices. And one of these will put you into what we call the accountability model, where you're empowered to create what you want in your life. And the other choice is going to put you in what we call the victim loop. The victim loop, people will stay in that for years. 
They'll stay in that cycle of blame and indecision and action, really ignoring their deepest desires, telling themselves these stories on why it can't happen. And the first step in that victim loop, by the way, is after you have the intention for change, you ignore it. You just try to pretend that it's not even there. And sometimes we push our desires so far down that that repression ends up leading to depression. So then it gets to the point where things have become so painful, we have to acknowledge what we want in our life. But then the second step in that victim loop is to deny it and talk about why it can't happen. Now, really, the empowered choice that you could create in your life is when you have that intention is to recognize it, to be like, wow, this is really great. I feel called right now. I feel pulled by something greater than me to step into a higher level of service and leadership. Then after you recognize it, you have to own that. But what is going to be the difference between you stepping into the accountability loop or the victim loop? It's all going to be in the stories that you're telling yourself. And that's what I want to get into today. After working with people in 13 countries, after going through this journey on my own, here are the seven lies you're telling yourself that are keeping you trapped. Thank you so much for being here. Let's dive in and do this. The first lie that keeps people stuck in an unfulfilled life is, I just need a change of scenery. So often, we think that life will get better if we take the same job that we're already doing, but do it in a new company. We think life will get better if we just move cross-country to a new location. You know, God, if I could just leave the East Coast and live in California and Malibu, everything in my life would be better. And look, you're talking to a man right here whose ultimate life vision is to be on the beach in La Jolla, California. So I get that. There is a benefit to living in an environment that makes you happy. However, you're taking yourself with you to every new environment. So if you haven't really addressed the underlying things that are happening in your life, if living cross-country to live in a new location is simply about avoiding unpleasant feelings, if it's simply about avoiding your family, if it's about avoiding conflict, if it's about not stepping up at work and asking for what it is you really want, maybe that promotion or the pay raise that you want, if you just think going to a different company is going to make you happy, Oh, that new car smell wears off awfully quickly. And what you're left with at the end of the day is you. And you're left with those patterns of behavior that caused you to want to leave in the first place. I did this firsthand in my career. I had reached a job where I was completely bored in California. I was working in Sacramento, overseeing a couple of very successful radio stations. I had a great six-year run there, but I had not just reached as far as I could go in that building that I worked in. I reached as far as I could go within the company that I was working in. There was nothing left for me to accomplish. There was nothing left for me to learn. So I thought that just by going to a bigger company in a bigger city, everything would be better. But essentially, I was doing the same skills and the same tasks, just in a new location. So after three months of moving to Boston and having this short-term burst of significance because I was making more money and had a more prestigious title, I found myself feeling empty again. And then I started blaming the company 
for why I was unhappy. Well, they don't recognize my talent and I feel creatively stifled and there's too many politics. So I left again to take a third job and I ended up moving to Florida in 2014, thinking that again, a new environment, a new company was gonna provide something different for me and what I wasn't recognizing, where I wasn't living in the accountability model is just the fact I had outgrown the job altogether, that I wanted to be a person who really made a difference in the world and contribute something more than playing just and Bieber songs on the radio every 15 minutes. So this is how I ended up leaving my former media career and stepping into starting a coaching business. But I thought each different location was going to be the end-all be-all. Now, the one place that this doesn't apply is if you're super passionate in your career about the work you do, that it just lights you up, that you feel challenged, you feel engaged every day, but you work for an abusive boss or you work in a hostile environment in an office. You know, if you don't feel safe every day, then by all means, yes, get out of that building and go find a different company in which you can go out there and bring your purpose to life. You know, if you're working for like some crazy Harvey Weinstein dude, yes, it is time for you to leave and find a different environment. But if the problem is really at the emotional level that you're just not engaged, that you feel like your work has no meaning, it's not going to get any better doing the same thing in a different office. So that is lie number one you're telling yourself that is keeping you stuck. Lie number two. Oh, this was a big one for me, my friends. I'll just spend more money on more stuff and getting things will make me feel better. I recently did a discovery call with a potential new client and she wasn't really happy with where she was in her career. She had gone to school for it and she was making okay money, but there was just no excitement. And what she wanted to do, she thought everything would be better if she just spent her money rather than going back to school or investing in herself to acquire skills that could lead her to a new career. She thought, well, God, you know, what I really want to do, I should just save up my money and go travel Europe. That'll make everything better. And I suppose if she was just, you know, won the lottery and she had the money to spend all of her time on the road in Europe, maybe that would work for her. But as I asked her more questions, what she was going for underneath all the travel was learning and having new experiences and seeing other cultures because as she understood the world outside of her bubble in her hometown, she would feel that there was more growth there for her. So what she was doing was really chasing learning and growth, but she was doing it in a way that would only provide that short-term hit of satisfaction because ultimately she could go to Europe and do a two-week vacation, but she's not going to be able to immigrate there permanently, at least not right away. So how can she create that sense of learning and growth in her life right now where she is in a way that's more sustainable. Have you ever done that where you've been a person who just works for the next vacation that you get because you don't really love your job and you're like, oh, I'm going to take this wine country vacation or I'm going to go to Barcelona and everything's going to be great. And then you get back into the office and about three hours after getting back in that following Monday, like you feel stressed, you feel overwhelmed and worn out to the point where it's like, God, you don't even recognize that you had some relaxation on the vacation. You're already back in the rat race race in living in that stress response where you're freaked out. So we can do this in a variety of ways. We think getting the bigger house will make us happy. You know, I was the guy that bought a 2,400 square foot home in California in a gated community for me and a dog to live in. Like, what did I need all that space for? But I thought it would give me that satisfaction, make me feel like I arrived. And then I got there and I'd been in the house three months. I was like, no, still feeling empty inside. There's still something else that I need to really find 
mind to fill that void. And I look for it in cars, vacations, clothes, anything that would give me significance, but I wasn't looking about what I could contribute to fill that void. So those are the first two lies keeping you stuck. A change of environment will fix everything. The second lie is I'll spend more money on things and that will make me feel better. The third lie, keeping you stuck. And now we're going to get into the heavy stuff. I have to choose between my purpose and my family. You know, so many times I do these complimentary discovery calls with people where, you know, we talk a little bit about working with me on a coaching program or how I can help them accelerate their success. And one of the things that really keeps people from doing the work to discover their purpose is this story that somehow it's going to cause my family pain. Well, I can't do that, Dan. My family, we have a lifestyle we have to maintain. You know, we're used to taking really nice vacations and living in nice homes. And I'm like, that's all great, but... Are you really happy? Because if that stuff was enough to make you happy, you certainly wouldn't be on the phone with a life coach trying to figure out what to do with your life. The truth is there is somebody listening to this podcast today who's been hiding behind their family as a reason to play small. And what a terrible thing to do, by the way. And you've told yourself it's a noble thing that you're putting your family first and you're considering them. But on some level, what a terrible thing to do to both yourself and your family. You know, people tell me, well, I've got to take care of my kids, Dan. The best gift that you can give your children is your own happiness. Your kids don't want to see you coming home after 60 hours a week at a job you hate, being so tired and stressed out and grumpy that you're not even really able to engage with them, that you're not able to be fully present that you're just too exhausted to even pay attention and ask them about their day? Your kids don't want you so stressed out that you come home with a short fuse and end up snapping at people in the house and making things tense. But the honest truth is, this is what I hear from so many clients I work with when they first come to me, that that's where their life is. You know, the greatest gift that you can give the people around you is your happiness. And if you want to have children, if you want to raise kids who grow up to become productive members of society, who become contribution-focused and purpose-driven children, the best way to teach them to do that is for you to embody it. You know, what are you going to do one day when your kid comes to you and says, oh, mom, dad, I got this big dream for my life. You're going to say, well, I get that. I used to have a big dream for my life too. Really? Why didn't you go after it? Says your kid. (laughs) Then you got to look at him and be like, well, you for starters. (laughs) On some level, though, that's kind of how we are. Are you going to tell your kid that you couldn't go chase your dreams because they got in the way of it? I mean, you're creating pretty much a new client for me in 20 years after they process that and think that they ruined mom and dad's life. But this is such an important point. You stepping into your purpose that you discovering it will actually create a better life for your family because ultimately, I believe financial abundance will follow your purpose. You're going to be able to give them more opportunities and better opportunities. You're going to be able to create better experiences because eventually you're going to make more by living your purpose than you are right now in the job that you're in. You're going to have more happiness. It's going to be a more peaceful home because you're not going to be living in stress and overwhelm 24-7. And the other part of that, you become the role model and example for how you want your kids to be. You know, I talked to an amazing gentleman just yesterday on the phone who wants to enroll in my group coaching program, and he's really been struggling in many areas of his life, but particularly his health. You know, since his divorce, he knows he's put on a lot of weight. He's not really looking or feeling his best. And what really 
scared him is that he saw the same pattern emerging with his son. And he goes, I want to be the person my kid looks up to on what he aspires to be. You know, I don't want him to turn out to have this life. You can have your purpose and you can have your family and they feed into each other, right? When you're happy in your purpose, you're happier at home. When you're happier at home, you're going to be happier bringing your purpose to life and serving the world in a bigger way. Lie number four, keeping you stuck from the life you want. I need the perfect plan in order to get ready. Perfectionism is a real barrier to success, my friends. There are so many people out there who are ready to be courageous and really chase their dreams. And all they need, the only thing that's required is they need to know it's going to work out on their timeline, that they're going to make ample money, that nobody in their life is going to think that they're crazy, that there's zero chance that they can fail. And once they're 100% clear on all that, then they'll go chase their dreams. But that's not courage. So much of this path that you want to go on for personal growth, it's never really about the goal that you're reaching. I'm currently having the best month in the history of my business. I'm smashing my income goals for this year. And you know what? The money isn't the coolest part about it. It's knowing the kind of person I had to become in order to build my business to the level that it is right now. Knowing that I had to step out in faith, knowing that I had to give up all my old identity of what I thought I was or what I thought I needed to be to be loved and accepted to really step into the man that I am right now. That's where the self-respect comes from. That's the excitement. Creating an abundant income is awesome. But being able to look myself in the mirror and truly admire what I've done and how I'm serving other people, that's the best part. We need to get out of the perfectionism plan because there is no perfect plan. You know, Mark Zuckerberg gave a commencement address where he said if he had to know everything there was to know about connecting people before he created Facebook, he never would have started it. You know, the Wright brothers crashed a whole bunch of flying machines before they ever achieved man flight. There is no perfect plan. But when you step out and take consistent, imperfect action, the next right steps will become apparent because you're gonna have missteps. You're gonna fall on your face, but this is how you learn and this is how you grow, which is really what you wanna go for here. Growth and income is great, but growing emotionally, growing as a person, growing in your sense of contribution, that's where the fulfillment comes from. That's where the good stuff in life is. So allow yourself to screw up. Go back and listen to the podcast we did a couple weeks ago with Kristen Hadid, who started her own business in college and has literally screwed up on on her way to success. Like she had 75% of her employees quit in one day because she didn't know how to run a business, but she learned from it. She became a better leader. And now she's really an authority on workplace engagement, particularly with millennials. So the screw-ups were actually what she needed to grow into the amazing woman that she is today. So much respect for her. I highly recommend listening to that podcast. Line number five, keeping you stuck. I can't make money by living my purpose. I know we're talking a lot about money today, and it's because it is the number one thing I hear from people, the number one excuse as to why they're not really stepping forward and making a change in their life. And by the way, I don't believe from a coaching perspective it's ever about money. That's an easy thing for us to focus on because we can look at our bank account and think I either have enough or I don't. But I believe we create a lot of problems around money sometimes and we perpetuate that story so that we can avoid the emotional issue that's lying under the surface with money. And again, that's a topic for another episode one day. But the fact you can't make money in your purpose is not true. 
and you will be supported financially when you step out into discovering your purpose because you live in a universe that created you specifically to live your purpose. And like I said, when you're living your purpose, you are adding value to the lives of people. And whenever you're stepping out with some idea, some concept, some service that can help improve other people's lives, they will pay you for it. You do the same thing with the people that add value in your life. You do it for your accountants. You do it for your doctors, for your dentist. You do it for the people who might babysit for you, nannies. They're stepping up and providing a service based on the skill set and the gifts that they have that makes your life easier. And there's a monetary exchange that happens for that. And the same holds true for you. I'm a guy who lived in the fear of money story through the first 18 months of entrepreneurship, you know, constantly obsessing over what was in my bank account. And that kept me from stepping up and investing in the level of support and mentorship that I needed to get to the next level. And what I've seen in the entrepreneur world time and time again is people who are making enormous amounts of money by taking the skills that they know, the problems they know how to solve, and taking their service out into the world. You know, this isn't about becoming a life coach or anything like that. I'm not here to try to create more life coaches. I'm just here to try to create more purpose-driven individuals. I met a woman in a convention in Dallas who was making multiple six figures teaching people online courses on how to train their dogs to do agility drills. She has all these world champion athlete dogs and she's taught other people how to get their dogs to do the same, made a ton of money on it. I was just at a convention in Phoenix a few weeks ago and saw a woman on stage who loves gardening and she's into sustainable living. So she goes around New York City and she teaches people how to grow their own produce from their terrace. And people love it. You know, helps beautify their terrace, gives them something that they can share with their kids and it allows them to eat healthier. So they pay her abundantly for that advice and that know-how. So what is it? You don't have to disarm North Korea You don't have to bring peace to the Middle East, but there is something that you know how to do that could really help other people if you stepped up and allowed your gifts to be seen. And you will make more money, again, than you currently are in the soul-sucking job keeping you stuck. Line number six, keeping people stagnant. I have to do it alone. Asking for help is weak. This was a big one for me at my rock bottom that I've shared with you in 2012. Getting divorced, overweight, stuck in a job where I just wasn't fulfilled. And the biggest problem in my life is I thought me asking anybody in my life to be there for me was too vulnerable. I thought it made me look like a wimp. I thought people would judge me even further if they knew that I was hurting. And what I realized through that experience, it was actually through just being vulnerable that I was able to feel more surrounded by love than I had ever been up until that point in my life. Some amazing friends who really got me through that and dragged me through a low point in my life. But even though I learned so much from that experience by asking for help, it's funny how the old belief about fear of vulnerability kept me stuck when I started this business. You know, I worked with a life coach for six months to help me get clear on my purpose, help me create the vision for what I'm doing right now. But the minute I started my business, I went right back into financial scarcity mode. And this is such a key point that when you let fear hold you back from making a decision you know that is right for you, you end up creating the worst possible scenario that you fear most. I wish I had known this before. When I quit investing in myself because I wanted to hoard all my money, my fear was, is God, if I spend money on myself, I'm going to end up going broke. There'll be nothing left. 
So I didn't invest and I tried to do it alone. And I watched my savings account get lower and lower and lower until I pretty much created the result that I was most afraid of. It wasn't until I invested in getting expert support that I was able to turn it around. And like I said, now I'm making more than I ever did in corporate America. But that brings me into the seventh lie that we tell ourselves, that I don't need a system of support, accountability, or implementation. Let's be honest with whatever it is you're trying to create in your life better finances, better health, better sense of purpose, maybe write that book, maybe start your own company. If you knew how to do it, you would have already done it by now. This is why mentorship becomes everything. And there are so many amazing people. You know, some of the most successful people in the world all have mentors of their own. Two quotes I want to share with you on this. One is from Denzel Washington. He says, show me a successful individual and I'll show you someone who had real positive influences in his or her life. I don't care what you do for a living. If you do it well, I'm sure there was someone cheering you on or showing you the way, a mentor. And believe it or not, the second quote I'm going to share with you is from Joe Jonas. Probably never expected to hear a Jonas brother being referenced on a uh, self-help podcast. Joe Jonas says a lot of people put pressure on themselves and think it'll be way too hard for them to live out their dreams. Mentors are there to say, look, it's not that tough. It's not as hard as you think. Here are some guidelines and things I've gone through to get where I am in my career. You know, I've introduced you to many of the mentors that I've met along my journey. We had, uh, you know, my current mentor was just on as a guest last week and investing and working with him, scariest thing I've ever done, but it's also what's led me to even being here with you. This podcast does not happen unless I had a mentor in my life to really push me to step into doing this. Otherwise, I would have spun out and continued to be in my story. And my story about the podcast is the one I shared earlier. Well, I need the perfect plan to figure this out. I didn't know how to start a podcast. I didn't even know if anybody would listen, if I'd be able to book guests. And that kept me a year longer than I should have from making this show a reality. And I've been so lucky to hear from many of you who found value in this, that it's inspired you, that hearing the guests that I speak to have really helped you create radical change in your life. But it almost didn't happen. And it's because I've told myself so many of the same stories over the years. So to recap, the stories that are keeping you stuck. A change in environment is all I need. I can spend more money and get more things, and that will make me feel better. Line number three is I have to choose between my purpose and my family. Line number four is I need a perfect plan in order to feel ready. Line number five is I can't make money with my purpose. Line number six, I've got to do this by myself. And line number seven, I don't need a system of support, accountability, and implementation. Hopefully today I've given you some food for thought. I would love to hear from you. Which of these lies have you been telling yourself? Engage with me online. Let me know. You can screenshot this podcast, upload it to Instagram or Twitter. Make sure you tag me at CSC Dan Mason. Let me know what is the lie you've been telling yourself and what new commitment are you going to make? moving forward. And if you found value today in this message or any of the the podcasts that you've heard up until now with some of our amazing guests, please give us a follow on the iHeartRadio app or click subscribe and leave those ratings and review on Apple. You know, this isn't me being thirsty for love for you guys. It's just the more that you leave those ratings and reviews, the more it helps the algorithm and helps us get this message in front of more people because, you know, I've up-leveled now. It's no longer a mission to reach 10 million people. We're trying to get this out there too 
to 100 million. So your support means everything when it comes to that. And finally, if you really are truly committed to making this the year, you invest in an expert mentor, a structure and an accountability system to help you close that gap between where you are and where you want to be. If you're tired of telling yourself the same lies and you want to create a life and career with deep meaning, if you want to feel connected to your purpose, I've got an amazing program right now that could help you do that. It's my Life Amplified VIP group coaching program. It is a 12-week program that is going to give you daily access to me. You're going to learn the systems and implementation plans I've used to 7x my business this year and really bring my purpose to life in a bigger way. You're going to learn not just the structure and implementation systems and the daily goal setting exercises that I've created for myself that have helped me not just 7x my business this year, but 7x my happiness. We're going to teach you that and you're going to have an amazing community of people who support you. We've talked so often about that who you hang out with is who you become. So you need people who are going to uplift you and support you and believe in you and your dream even on the days when you don't. So this program is kicking off at the end of June, but you have to apply in order to be considered. It's going to be a very small group of massive action takers that I'll be working with to personally mentor. And you can go to danmasoncoaching.com to get all the information on the program and to submit your application. As soon as you apply, we'll set up a complimentary 30-minute discovery call to jump on the phone, see where you're feeling stuck and how I can help you accelerate your results. Once again, that is danmasoncoaching.com for what I believe is a life-changing transformational program that I would love for you to be a part of. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And until next time, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can get out there and live life amplified. I'll talk to you next time.